Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for the telecast. Brought to you by the GeekCast Radio Network. Optimus Solo, and this is our final supplemental episode of Season 1 of the Telecast. We're numbering this one 30.5, episode 30.5. And with me for this last supplemental episode is none other than TFG1, which stands for a lot of different things. The Uh, fucking great one. Yes, that's right. (laughs) Mike, how are you doing, sir? Pretty good. How are you? I am fantabulous. And uh, we've done a lot of different things supplementally wise. That's not a word, but we'll go with it. Uh, in season one, we've done our uh, crushes. We've done the best uh, parental units. We've done the best Muppet puppets. Um, and now, we, uh, what the other one was our best friends. We're going to flip the script now, and we're going to go negative on everybody. <laughs> For our last supplemental... A lot of people are going to hate us after this episode. If we've done our jobs. Um, for our last supplemental, we're talking about the most hated or most annoying characters from live-action kids' television, specifically in the 80s and 90s. Um, right. And we, I haven't seen Mike's list, he hasn't seen my list, but I'm sure we have some doozies, and who knows, maybe we even have some that show up on both of our lists. Um, and if you are following with us throughout the first season of the Telecast, you kind of know how this works, we're going to... Go back and forth. Mike will give his number five. I will give my number five. And we will work our way down to our most annoying, hated characters from the season. Um, before we start, do you want to share any thoughts or things you thought about while you were coming up with your list or just anything in general there, sir? Well, I want to let people know that these the our lists are made up, as Kevin said, of 80s and 90s kids' TV. These are solely taken from the season one schedule of telecast. So any episodes from one to 33 
that we have been doing or will do, obviously, since this is only 30.5, we still have six episodes, five episodes, however many episodes we have left <laughs> in the podcast for season one. What I'm saying is they're only from what we've already covered or what we're going to cover. Yeah, and we get a lot of comments uh, in our past supplemental episodes especially um, that are people naming characters from like sitcoms or this or that and saying "Ooh, i would have put this person or that person uh so just please keep in mind that some of this is not eligible because it will be for super future seasons seasons of the telecast we we will be doing future seasons on sitcoms we will doing future seasons on other topics so this is specifically for kids oriented shows shows that were made and broadcast with kids as the demographic target audience um so stuff like you know bill cosby or not that you'd have the most annoying or hated character from that but those types of sitcoms facts of life that type of stuff it's not applicable to what we're talking about kenny i wanted to punch that kid in the nuts (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, the other thing i want to mention really quickly is that this is kevin's show but this is something i wanted to mention that i've looked at these point fives that we've done throughout season one and I think all of them need to return for future seasons because they some make of them sense. fit for uh, certain seasons and some of them won't. And you'll see them show up differently. You won't see this exact setup, obviously, right. but you'll see bits and pieces show up here and there. Like obviously, right. it makes sense that our, our parenting one or whatever will show up in the sitcom uh, season or stuff like that. Well, uh, right, but yeah. Yeah. I do have an honorable mention I want to throw out that didn't make my list. I don't know if you have any yourself or not. Um, I, I went through all of season one and kind of racking my brain, stopped and looked at every single show that we've covered and tried to think of anybody that annoyed me or I hated. And uh, I honestly didn't have as many as I thought I would. And I basically came up with six. And since we're doing a top five, I have one honorable mention. He's not really a character. So that's why I didn't put him in one of my five um, because he's actually playing himself. And that is Mr. Michael Malley. Um, From college years? No, Michael Malley, we're talking about Guts. Oh, oh okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael yeah. Malley, the host of Guts. Um, Guts. I, yeah. I didn't put him in because he's specifically not playing a character, but if there was ever a game show host that annoyed the piss out of me, it was Michael Malley. <laughs> so that is my honorable mention. I just want to get that out of the way. He didn't hold a candle to the other game show hosts that we've talked about this season, like Mr. Summers um, or, you know, the Carmen San Diego people, or even the legends of hidden temple guy, uh, Michael Malley, you're terrible. Um, anyway, Kevin's probably going to kill me for this. Are you talking about honorable mention or are we getting, yes, into- okay. yes, yes. Um, you had yours, and it was Michael Malley himself as one of the worst game show hosts ever. <clears throat> I, as a kid and even now, I cannot stand to watch fucking Beekman. I hate that guy I can't so watch, much. I don't want to watch people fucking Beekman either. <laughs> oh, shut up. You know what I meant, damn it. <laughs> no, but, but Beekman from Beekman's World. To me, he was so annoying and just, I, I, I know it was supposed to be comedy with learning in the background, but I would much rather learn from Bill Nye 
then find out what crazy antics this dumbass Beekman was up to every week. See, he didn't bother me that much. He, he does like, He does me. I'm sure we'll have more disagreements on the way through here. Um, the rest of mine all are characters. Um, I didn't pick any of the other like types of hosts or people playing right. themselves. I have all characters for the rest of the way, but I just wanted to get that out of the way. And th- there will be one, or well, there will be twice that I kind of break, break the, the rules, rules so yeah. to speak and pick a pair of people um, there's there's going to be one time where i do that uh, another honorable mention really quick just thinking off the top of my head i don't know if it's the popularity this character has gotten over the years but even as a kid i fucking hated elmo <laughs> i always liked elmo as a kid i hated elmo and i, I also- liked elmo before people liked elmo <laughs> Oh, so it's kind of like I was a brony before bronies knew what brony was. Yes, I was a brony before <laughs> bronies existed, and and I liked Elmo before he became popular. Like in his first ever appearance, I liked Elmo, and I've liked him less ever since. But <laughs> but I liked him before he became the craze. And yes, I had My Little Ponies back in the '80s before people even knew what bronies were. Yes, yes. and I'm going to take uh, pictures of them and post them somewhere. Oh my God! Put them on Facebook. Um, might not do that, but <laughs> <laughs> well, you put them on Twitter. There. We go. Um, so yeah. why don't you uh, why don't you take us away with your number five and let's just get right into it. My number five is one of those ones that people are probably going to kill me, but uh, Wembley from Fraggle Rock. I, <laughs> the yellow piece of shit. I hated that character because he was so annoying. Like Wembley to me is like Wade the Duck from Garfield and Friends. It just, oh my god, going around screaming, overreacting about the littlest freaking thing. Oh god, I hated that. A little character. paranoid, schizophrenic type guy. Yes, I, I just. Ugh. I was yeah. hoping I wouldn't be the only one that has a non-human character on their list. <laughs> um, Wembley, though, I, I, I thought about Fraggle Rock, and I, I couldn't come up with anybody that that annoyed me. But if there was going to be someone, I could see some people being turned off to his paranoia. Yeah. What about you for number five? Um, my number five is one of the ones that breaks my rules. Um, oh boy! It's it's a show I didn't care for. Um, <laughs> These, oh, two, no. these, of Pete and Pete. these two individuals did not help anything. Um, Don and Joyce Wrigley from The Adventures of Pete and Pete, the parents. Uh, <laughs> I, I could not stand these parents. It's so sad, ladies and gentlemen, that I knew what it was going to be before he even said it. And we I, haven't seen each other's lists. All I had to do was say a show I didn't care for. Um, <laughs> it was one of the only ones from in season one that I didn't like. But yeah, the, the parents in this show made it unwatchable to me. Uh, it didn't help that the kids weren't that great either, but the parents were just awful. There's nothing about these parents I liked, um, and it just made the show unwatchable. They're just beyond retarded parents. <laughs> you, you probably like the parents. I, you know, I more so like that show simply for the theme song and simply to see the adventures that the brothers got it. Like, I didn't care, like... The parents, like, I don't even remember what the theme song says. I know the mom's got a plate in her head. Yes. I, I forget what the dad had. I forget what dad's deal was. Um, but no, I I agree with you. They added nothing to the show. Um, you know, it's not like, uh, what, what's another show? It's not like Clarissa narrating 
about, oh, my parents this or, oh, my parents that. Even the or, parents on Clarissa's weren't as annoying as these two parents. Yeah, I mean, the parents on Clarissa, the Dar- you know, Marshall and, and Janet Darling, which I can't believe I remember their names off the top of my head. Uh, Marshall and Janet Darling, they added something to the show. You know, a show for kids with kids narrated by the their, their daughter. They added something to the show. They added character for themselves and to the overall show. The parents in Pete and Pete, I agree with you, didn't really do anything. I mean, I think the best episode that they ever had was the stupid camping episode when the dad was like, oh, my grill, I win the grill, you know, whatever that grill competition yeah. was or whatever. Or when he was on the, the road trip uh, fiasco with the other guy's parents. Wasn't that Pete and Pete where they were both trying to be king of the road or whatever? That's that's the episode I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. that uh, I hate Pete and Pete's parents. All right, enough with the number fives. Let's get even more hate going as we get stronger in our hatred. What's your number four? People are going to kill me. Well, that's not people, necessarily people a bad gonna, thing. Well, people are going to kill me because I, I just don't understand why people like this character. Gonzo from the Muppets. I fucking hate Gonzo. Gonzo is so annoying to me. I don't, okay, I don't mind him in some of the later movies like... Uh, uh, Christmas Carol, Muppets Christmas Carol. I loved him in that. But Gonzo and the Muppet Show was just, oh my God, fast forward, please, right now. Do you know what makes Gonzo bearable? The chickens? The chickens and the rats. He's a chicken fucker. Steve the will like ch- that reference. The chickens and the rats, especially, I actually think the rats specifically in the movies make him bearable because you know with Gonzo comes the rats and the rats are, are pretty funny. Um, yeah. I don't mind Gonzo as much. See, it's kind of hard to me when you when you talk about Muppets because there's the way they were portrayed on Muppet Babies. Right. There's the way no, that they I were portrayed. Yeah, I was specifically talking. No, I know. About- I'm, but but then there's also the way they were portrayed on the actual The Muppet Show. Yeah. And then there's the way that they're portrayed in the movies, and some of them are not all consistent. No, not at all. Now, Kermit's pretty consistent. Kermit <laughs> is almost the same character throughout all those different mediums. Gonzo, or, or uh, not, yeah, Gonzo to me is one of the ones that is fluctuates the most. Yeah, he does. Like, Piggy uh, and Kermit are the same. Yeah, I mean, well, Piggy has to stay the same. She's a diva. I mean, right. you know, she has to be that way throughout. It, it, it's the same thing, like, if we ever got an interview with Bill Farmer... <laughs> Because keeping the illusion, we couldn't actually talk to Bill Farmer about his career. We would have to talk to Goofy about his adventures because Disney does not want kids to see Bill Farmer. They want them to see Goofy. And the thing with Piggy and, and Kermit is that, that you know, that they their personalities really can't change. Um, one of the worst things the Muppets ever did was Muppets in Space. And giving Gonzo a backstory that really meant nothing. Yeah. I I, I don't know. Um, I, I can stomach him in some situations and in others. I can't. Um, I didn't think about putting him on my, my list, but <laughs> I can right. kind of understand. To me, Gonzo is almost the same as Grover. Uh, I liked Grover a lot better. Uh simply because he wasn't that annoying and he didn't, you know, Grover didn't have a nose that looked like something that came off of <laughs> Anna Nicole Smith and Naked Gun 33 and a third. Sorry. Yeah. 
Bad reference. Um, so anyway, what is your number four? Uh, my number four, I kind of debated on this one because I understand why he's there and he adds some stuff to the show, I guess. But as a kid, I could not stand this character, and that is uh, Bobby Budnick from Salute Your Shorts. This is all you, dude. Because uh, I've seen maybe ten minutes of a Salute Your Shorts. This episode. redheaded stepchild. I'm just kidding. I, I just offended half of our audience. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know. Bobby Budnick was like the rebel, the smartass, the prankster, the guy that was the bullyish guy. Basically, he was a, a kid that was doing everything because he felt insecure about himself, probably. Um, but he was just mean and annoying. And I, I didn't like anything about him. Um, honestly, you're short cast there was some other annoying like the the girl i forget her name right off the top of my head that was in the fashion was kind of annoying um but other than that there wasn't i mean there was your stereotypical overweight kid but he wasn't annoying he was just fun loving but kind of bobby bunnick's pal so that kind of went against him but i don't know something about bobby bunnick he was the kid that if i was at that camp i would have beaten the crap out of um or at least tried and uh i just could not stand bobby bunnick and i think anybody that has seen salute your shorts will realize and uh, kind of relate to me and before you say it i know he was written to be annoying i know he was written to be not liked and they accomplished that goal <laughs> oh i again like i said i've seen maybe three minutes of a salute your shorts episode so i wasn't gonna say anything <laughs> all right let's step up the hate even more let's go to our number threes <laughs> before you die yes i know i'm sorry <clears throat> Edit. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, my number three is someone that they could have given tons of character development over four series, but they never did. Hmm. Uh, he is that best friend to a schemer that always gets dumped on. Screech Powers. <clears throat> Screech never did anything with his life from Good Morning Miss Bliss, through Saved by the Bell, through the college years, and then back to New Class. Screech just stayed screechy. That's all he was. There was no character evolution whatsoever. Not really. He's a one-trick pony. Yep. And that's much. why he's had so many problems with his life. But, <laughs> but I mean, obviously he was written somewhat to be annoying, but he wasn't written to be not liked. And he's definitely not that likable. Um, he started off kind of as a little twerp in, in uh, Miss Bliss. Yep. Slightly okay in the classic Saved by the Bell. And then after that, I just could not stand him. I could not stand him in college years. I could not. I really couldn't stand him in new class. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Well, see, here's the thing. Like I just said, from saved classic to college years, his character does not change. There's no like. Okay, Zach's character changes a little bit, but he mm -hmm. still has the scheme. But his char he his character is has embraced college. He wants to do college size schemes versus. You know, hey, let's you know rob the school's money fund, or you know what, you know whatever, you know, whatever. 
let's steal Mr. Belding's car and take it for a joyride. <laughs> uh, you know, so, you know, Zach had character development. Screech didn't. Screech just stayed in one place, and that was that. And he got even more creepy in the college years. Uh, a couple of episodes where he was talking to, um, what's his name? Oh, God. Uh, Mike. Oh, yeah. That- Golick. You you know who I'm talking about. Mike Golick. Golick, yeah. There there was a couple of times where I was just hoping that Mike would just beat the ever living shit out of the kid. Yeah. <laughs> He's he was playing a character that is is the problem is is that type of personality and that type of uh, individual character exists in a small window and exists between the ages of thirteen to about sixteen. Yeah. Like that is when that type of person exists. You do not find the nerdy for lack of a better term screechy sidekick just annoying character. You don't that, that person doesn't exist in college. Because they've grown out of it. To a point. They might be a nerd, but they're nerd they they become a nerd like you would see on like the Big Bang Theory, or something like that. You know what I mean? No, 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 no. No, I'm just saying, like, you you change. <laughs> You're not still a 13-year-old right. nerd. Yeah. Like, it doesn't exist before that. It doesn't exist after that. And the problem is, is they played that character from age, like, 11 to age 27. Yeah. And it just isn't believable after a while. So I can I can understand your, your placement of Mr. Samuel Screech Powers on a list. Um, for my number three, dare I say, possibly one of, if not the worst brother in television history. One of the most no annoying, way. one of the most annoying brothers in all of television history, Clarissa's brother, Ferguson Darling. Oh my god. I cannot stand this kid. <laughs> he stands for everything I hate. He's a, a maniacal, obsessed with money, materialistic, scheming, twerp, nothing good about this kid. Um, and to me, the only, one of the only bad things about Claire Six explains it all. Now, I understand that he creates a dynamic between himself and Clarissa, and they do play the brother-sister angle good, and, and, and that's all well and whatnot. But you could do it with a less annoying brother, and this kid was just the worst part of that show. I didn't mind the parents. I don't mind Sam. I don't mind Clarissa. I don't mind the narration. A lot of things I don't mind. Ferguson Darling came on the television set, and I wanted to flip the channel. Ferguson Darling came in at number two, and I wanted to kick him in the nuts several times. <laughs> I, you know, notice my transition there. That was perfect. Yes, uh, <laughs> he is my number two. That he is one of the, if not the worst character. There's only one other exception I make. <clears throat> it, you know, all the points you just mentioned. <laughs> he adds nothing to the show. Other than the brother sister, which could you know. be done with another character. Yes, well, could be done with another character. Could be not done with another actor. Do you think it's maybe it's because it's the actor? I can't versus see the, actor, yeah. the character. I, Has I, that I, actor I ever know. done anything? I can't remember. But no, I, he's terrible. Everything about him's terrible. He's yeah. like, you just uh, you want Clarissa to beat the living shit out of him. <laughs> 
Or Sam. Anybody. Sam, Sam knock him around a few times. Anybody. <laughs> like, uh, his name's even annoying. Ferguson, yeah. <laughs> he's just the type of brother. He's the little brother or sister that nobody wants. Exactly. <laughs> it's if, like, you know, everybody gathers around the kids' table. He, They push him over into the corner. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, seriously, if you could, like, if you could go through the history of television and pick out, if you had to pick out a little brother or a little sister to have, he would be at the bottom of your list. Mm-hmm. There's so many other people you would pick before that. Um, Only if he was like the last one on the planet. I, I would go without. I'd go. I'd be a single child. <laughs> <laughs> no siblings. So um, what is your number two? My number two is slightly breaking the rules too, because I feel like there was two different people that were basically playing the same character, um, even though they're not. And I'm going back to the Save by the Bell universe. It started with a character called Nikki Coleman, who transitioned into a character named Jesse Spano. Um, At least Jesse was a little bit hotter. No. <laughs> well, the hotter than Nikki bit. Coleman. Hotter than Nikki Coleman, yes. yes. Um, hotter than anyone else that ever appeared on Save by the Bell, no. Um, but it's, it's this uh, eco-friendly, tree-hugging, straight-A, snobby feminist character did i offend enough people there (laughs) (laughs) the only thing i that i'm gonna say that i like about her character is the playfulness that she and slater had in their relationship that's really the only good thing about it so i would have never liked her in real life (laughs) i don't there's something about it that just drove me nuts out of i saved by the bell is one of my all-time favorite shows she is my least favorite character on that show um it's just something that grates on my nerves. And I know each one has their own personality and they needed the straight A uh, student, so to speak, to be in the group, but they just went full tilt with this one. They gave her every stereotype of like the strong female, uh, you know, that was trying to protect the environment that was against animal cruelty. That was against, you know, this, everything that Lisa's not. Um, it just drove me nuts because to me, it's almost gives a bad stereotypical image to uh, people that get good grades and not everybody that gets good grades is, is like that. Is like that. And yeah. I don't know. It's something about her character. And I, she is an improvement over Nikki, but they were both basically playing the same character, so to speak. Um, one is just a younger, a younger version, I guess of that. So we both got our saved by the bell disses in there. And now our hate will come to an all-time high. Yes. Get a little drum roll here for your number one most hated and annoying character from our season one here of the telecast. Drum roll here. And my number one is my cheat. The entire cast of Saved by the Bell, the new class, minus Mr. Belding. This was the worst fucking cast of actors I have ever seen in kids' television. This trumps everything we've already talked about. This trumps any kids' television of today that I may not like. This was horrid. There is one other exception. Hold on. Adding to the horror is the fact that they put Screech in there with no fucking character development. What is your exception? 
We know that you like Screech. Um, your exception for me would be Lindsay Warner. Because Warner. Natalie Sigliuti is hot. Lindsay Warner was the brunette that was supposed okay, to be the Kelly well, Kapowski. Right, but do, does her hotness make up for yes. bad acting? Yes, I like her. <laughs> Everybody else can be in your group. <laughs> Leave Lindsay out of it. Because I had a crush on her when I was a kid. <laughs> But yeah, that's my number one. The entire cast, minus Mr. Belding and 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 and, and the only hot chick, um, uh, yeah, Saved by the Bell, the new class, just awful, god fucking awful. So you liked it? No. Oh, you didn't like him. You dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and uh, I'm about to to lose some fans here if I had oh. a, if I had any to begin with. So let's get a drum roll so I can shock everybody with my number one. My number one most hated slash annoying character from season one of the telecast. I said that I would also have a non-human character in my list. It's coming up right here from the Muppets. Miss Piggy. What? I can't stand Miss Piggy. Okay, why? (laughs) Everything about her. All due respect to Frank Oz. And voicing Miss Piggy and the other people that have voiced her since then. I want, every time I see her on the Muppets, I want them to unleash Animal and to, like, destroy her and kill her and chop her into a million pieces. Because, first of all, she's not good enough for Kermit. (laughs) Kermit deserves better. Kermit deserves someone that's not a diva. Somebody that's voice isn't annoying. Somebody that doesn't scream all the time. And somebody that's not a pig. (laughs) I don't like Miss Piggy. I would rather Kermit be gay with Fozzie than have to marry Piggy. Uh, I I think my brain just (laughs) broke. Ow! I'm sorry. It's the only... I love the Muppets. It's the only Muppet character I don't like. The only one, I think. I I rack my brain to think of any other Muppet character that I despise, and none of them take the cake like Miss Piggy. If Miss Piggy... Miss Piggy is like the annoying girl at school that has a crush on you that you wouldn't kiss with somebody else's lips. Oh, wow. She's... Oh, boy. uh, She's like that, that... thing that keeps like pestering you over and over and over again and like wants you to go on a date with them or wants you to take them to the prom or wants you to go out with them and you just want to bash them over the head with an anvil now i i still have not seen and i i i have to see this i I still have not seen the new the muppets yet um but going off of all of the other movies and muppet show and everything else and muppet babies that i've seen with her I do agree with you to a certain extent, but I, I would also like to come to her defense in some sort of way that she does have certain moments that she is tolerable or that Never she is funny. That. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> the high yas, I, I always, it does, doesn't matter who it is. It could be anybody. I always found that funny. Um, when she's doing pigs in space, I always found that funny. Uh, Playing Tiny Tim's mother and Bob Cratchit's wife in Christmas Carol, I found that good. 
But when she's, she's being herself, I will agree with you. Yes, she is annoying as and shit. And when she gets excited, it's yeah. not good. I think my main problem is Kermit is one of my most loved characters of all time. Yeah. And and she just isn't good enough for him. Yeah. He's this nice, quiet, laid back, mature, thoughtful, you know, quiet, soft spoken, and she is the opposite of that. And I know opposites attract. But Kermit, you can do better, buddy. There's gotta be a hot frog out there somewhere. The Muppet should have had a hot frog. Well, if Tiana was made 40 years earlier. Sorry. That Disney crossover. <laughs> I was so confused there for a second. All right. So that is, uh, we only had one one person appear on both of our lists, right? Mr. Darling? Uh, yeah, well, Ferguson. Yeah. Yes, Ferguson, not so darling. Um, so that's kind of interesting. So there's our hatred of season one there's our hatred from our childhood um hopefully some of those were on your list if you have characters that you hated or you were annoyed by you need to go to the post at geekcastradio.com find the telecast post for episode 30.5 and let us know who we missed who else is annoying that's out there who else did you not like and which one of our choices made you go you've got to be kidding me i love that character um and if it's miss piggy you're wrong (laughs) um but there is not a finale, not a period yet on this season of the telecast. There are some more episodes. I'm not going to go through all the other ways that you can get a hold of us or get in touch with us because just listen to any other episode of telecast and you'll hear them there. Mm-hmm. Um, but please stay tuned because we do have a few more episodes left. We're coming down to the end of the season. We have three already chosen themes that we're still going to be talking about. We have episode 31, which we're going Sharon Lewis and Bram on you, the elephant show. And hopefully there's some people that remember that. We have episode 32, which is Kids Incorporated. So you get to see what Fergie and Jennifer Love Hewitt were like as kids. Um, episode 33, we're going back with the Mickey Mouse Club. Obviously, uh, Justin Timberlake and Brittany and Christina and all them. And then we have our couple special episodes. Our final two episodes of season one of the telecast. We'll have our listener's choice, episode 34, which will be determined by people's votes uh, as far as what they've wanted us to cover. And there are some things leading the way right now. And then episode 35, which we will wrap up season one. And then we will unveil uh, some things about what you can expect from season two. So I'd like to thank Mike for joining me here on our last supplemental here of season one. You probably won't hear him again for a few episodes. Um, <laughs> but for now, I am Optimus Solo, and you are... TFG and Mike. And stay tuned for our next episode when we, like I said, talk about the Elephant Show.
Marshall, Will, and Holly. Place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.